A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign? I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. I'm Lisa Chanu. And today we have a special guest. She is a writer, comedian, uh, producer, online uh, provocateur. Ooh. She is also uh, one of the hosts of the V Single podcast. It's Allison Stevenson. Hi. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have you ever been called a provocateur? No, there was a few firsts in there. (laughs) I've been like, oh, I've been excited to uh, like say people's credits the past. past I'm so bad at it. You actually did a good job. I always I always like laugh for some reason (laughs) when I'm introducing someone. I get really nervous. I I feel like it's weird when you're like looking directly at them sometimes just like saying their credits because you're like, I don't know. No, like, but what? I was looking right at you. We were doing direct eye contact. Oh, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was, not I was giving it to you. She's <laughs> like, here are your nouns. <laughs> Take them. How are you, Allison? I'm good. I'm pretty good. 
Yeah. Really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay? What's going on? Yeah, I'm great. Oh, no. okay. Lisa, I, I just thought you would say more. Oh, <laughs> <then> I'm good. <laughs> I mean, that's just my default. Okay. Like, All if right. you really want me to get into it, yeah, I do. We'll let's, be here a while. <laughs> let's get into it. Let's get into it. Oh, man. man. No, I'm just, I'm mostly good, but I'm also, like, I'm stressed and a lot of shit going on, I guess. But it's, like, not bad stuff. So it doesn't feel like something I should be like. It's okay to be stressed yeah, about stressed. good stuff. Yeah, stressed about planning a big event and other work stuff on top of it. I didn't know you were getting married. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she, in my work. I feel like everyone I know has been in that kind of mode since our po- like. Well, we're in that like middle of the holidays mm. time where you're just like, why do we have this middle? Like, can yeah. we just like, we're about to all go on vacation. Again. That's true too. So can we just like it's that weird like I, I just had the same thing like was we were just gone and now I'm like back to work refreshed and it's like no I'm not because I know in like a few weeks I'm gonna like do this again and it's like a groundhoggy day yeah. deja vu well, you know what I if mean anything I feel like it makes even though there should be like a relief at the end of it I feel like it makes going to work harder mm-hmm. because yeah. you're like come on like it's so close why can't we just like fuck off already yeah i know <laughs> I, yeah exactly it's like wow it's so freaking close but i still have all this shit i have to do mm-hmm. right until that oh yeah just but dread center i'm i've been full of i've just like i've been in this like dread state but every but i again with coworkers with astrology pod they're always like okay what planet is it? And I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> I'm like, at bit Earth, oh, clearly, because it's all because it's all of us, and we're all just like festering. And it's well, it's also like feel like you can feel that symbolic, like the beginning of a new year threshold coming up too. So I think everyone's feeling that, like, ru- like just like get me to the fucking finish line. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, check it off. Yeah, I feel like I've felt this way for the past few years, where I'm like, I just want christmas to be over Mm. but i also am still like excited and love all of the stuff but like or like holidays in general where i'm just like can we like finish this already Mm -hmm. because it's like the lead up getting ready is people have been super helpful to me today i don't know (laughs) maybe i'm the only one that's (laughs) doing okay i don't know oh yeah no that's good i mean take it i had i have a uti right now sorry uh but that i was like i also have just had like I had to, it took me like three tries to get the prescription. It's been all very Mercury retrograde stuff for me, which it's like not not big deal communication things or anything like that. But just like it said that the pharmacy was open until 10 and they closed at eight. And then I got there and then the next day I went and the guy was on his lunch break and wasn't coming back. Like just silly things where I'm just like, all right, I'm ready for a but fucking when that break. stuff piles on mm-hmm. and it's like little like every day just one little thing here and there it like it just it takes a toll especially when you can keep your cool in little buggy things because some people like lose it over everything and that must be really really nice and like (laughs) cathartic (laughs) for that for them but it's like it's all good and then it it is that it's that stockpile of like here's my angst and i'm like throwing it out like a fucking mop bucket on the floor to like the nearest victim well lisa said this to me when we were in chicago when we like got there and 
I'd already had my like flight delays and then my credit cards all all of my credit cards got like fraudulent charges on them so I had to like cancel that but I was I was like oh you know I was like what you know bad shit's happening but I don't remember how exactly you said it but you're just like yeah but then you also don't know when that like one bad thing is like the one that pushes you over and then you're like I can't be cool anymore (laughs) I said you should go get a massage or something because it might <laughs> build up and I said if you if you need to take time away from me I'll, I'll understand. Uh-huh. <laughs> also if you need to use my credit card let me know. <laughs> you can Venmo me. <laughs> I thought you were going to sing that for some reason. You can Venmo me. I can Venmo you. Don't let your friends run out of cash. <laughs> Sponsored by Venmo. Venmo. Venmo us, Venmo. Okay. Um, so you're getting ready for this thick strip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell us about that. it. <laughs> Tell us about it. Your source of stress, but also yeah. excitement. Yeah, exactly. It's stress and excitement. It's just a body positive strip show. We're going to have a bunch of, you know... All kinds of plus size ladies stripping, a lot of them for the first time. Proceeds going to charity. It's like a big event, bigger than I was anticipating. I was like, oh, it's just going to be like a night like at a strip club and no big deal. But ended up morphing into this thing that now we're like, holy shit, like it's a legit thing. So where is this? Is this at a strip club? No, that was the initial idea that I had. But that all went to shit. And so now we like rented out a warehouse Ooh. and got like a corporate sponsor, mm-hmm. which That's made nice. us. Ooh. That's awesome. yeah. no, which that corporation? Uh, HUD. <laughs> What's HUD? What is that? They're a dating app. They're like oh. kind of a newish hmm. dating app. They, it's basically. 2Ds? No, one. Okay. <laughs> I'm just wondering if it's like, mu- you know, like mud, mud jeans. jeans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like an offshoot. <laughs> changing course <laughs> it's a dating app where you match with other people who have the same pants as you what no all of our faces were like wait what the fuck Dude, i feel like that is the future but not right now that'd be convenient actually <laughs> do you mean like the same pants size or just like same style <laughs> that's up to you it's up to what it's what you want you write what you're looking for whoa <laughs> i'm pants i'm looking them up they market themselves as a hookup app. Yeah, it's oh. a it's like a sex positive feminist hookup app. Oh, okay. that's cool. So it's like for horny women who like don't want to deal with creepy dudes. Uh huh. How do they? Could I get the algorithm for this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The I need some help people. right now. I need to get that on my fucking friends feed or whatever. Yeah. that should be on all everything just like the internet 100 percent right should be that algorithm also everywhere in public should have that it's like a uh water that you have to walk through yes like a mist (laughs) yeah but like if you're creepy you can't get through it somehow i don't know why you just set off like the like uh alarms at the front of stores that are like the stealing things or something you just walk in and immediately i that just made me think of i listened to this podcast and they were talking about um china's like economic situation and one of the things that they're talking about is how like the u.s thought that because like the internet was gonna create so much political unrest that they couldn't possibly stay like a communist country mm-hmm. um, but they still currently like censor the internet yeah but you just saying that now i was like you know what i also wouldn't mind if the government censored the internet for like 
terrible and people. You don't mm. know that they're not already censored. Oh, I know. That's, like that's, that's true. <laughs> that's totally true. <laughs> yeah. But that's, I was like, I know I don't want that but also yeah you're dude, now we're in like simulation yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> now yeah, like yeah. this is a simulation black that's mirror my, episode yeah that's where my yeah. fucking brain is going because you're a thousand percent right well i guess that's the mode of like terrible people right because they like the internet blocks like twitter blocks who they think are terrible people mm-hmm. which is like women's nipples apparently but like nazis are like mad chill so right but again who's running it is at jack i guess or whoever the fuck jack yeah. is I was just going to say, if the government is wanting to, our government would censor people, it would be us before any like creepy dude. I'm just wondering like if they're, I'm guessing, and I haven't researched HUD because I'm on a Google hole, but I feel like the the way to keep it as creep free as possible is just to have like real human moderators. If you say like a guy's creepy like once, then that should be like enough to be like, get the fuck, like, like go. You shouldn't. Because making people feel uncomfortable is like, it's like, it's pretty evident when that's like happening. Yeah. There's like the lines of like consent and then like, no, you're like, you're scared. My friend just had like, had like feminist in her app thing and a guy sent the whole like don't you think that word's been co-opted and it was like oh. eh, like well, that's followed by then like six paragraphs of so, you know course. you can't end there Wait, why I would it i end? know who you're talking about oh my god <laughs> did she post it in her story yeah that's how i saw it and we chatted <laughs> yeah cute oh, small yeah. world baby i remember reading that too and I girl was we're like, talking about you off pod <laughs> once we're once we're logging <laughs> off but it's just those little she things almost in thick stretch oh <laughs> call him out are you thick stripping yes cool yeah <laughs> how stripping is it getting it's it's getting stripping. pretty strippy it's doing, it. it's doing because it because la you know la with its strip clubs yeah it's like what are we doing out here right 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 show well, me show me more it's in between it's like you'll see some some nipples yes you might see some badge but Ooh. But we're also like, it's whatever you want. So if right, you don't right. want to be fully naked, you don't have to be. So it's it's all over the place. Cool. Hell yeah. Has anyone, uh, <laughs> I was like, was anyone too eager to get naked? <laughs> or I was like, but that's, it's like, who cares? That's why I was, but in my mind, I was just like, oh, I wonder if someone was like, oh yeah, that was no question. Actually, most are like super, like even to my surprise, I thought only one or two girls would get like naked. And then like we had like our first real like dress rehearsal last week and there was more than two. All right. <laughs> and they were very comfortable. So I'm excited. I think it'll be good. Hell yeah. What charity? What What are we? What are we? Uh, charitizing? Downtown Women's Center. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Are they? giving the clothes off their backs i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry i had to i really had to okay that's I actually really a good idea that. every only night you strip you throw it into like the a bin, bin. <laughs> oh that would be okay, okay. okay. with like Phase 20 two. layers right. of clothing I was like, next thick, thick strip, strip yeah. yeah thank yes. you for the idea exactly uh, i'm no, write that down encourage people to show up like uh super layered you know and strip mm-hmm. with and like, like throw that. it in the bin <laughs> i legitimately like that yeah i think it's a thick strip too interactive you know, fun way to spice up donating to charity. Yeah. <laughs> also, you know, DIY strip clubs. Cost. DIY strip clubs are the best. <laughs> I've only been to some in New Orleans where it's just, I mean, you're just seeing things go into things and just like, uh, it's just a little, it's a little, it's a little uh, HBO after dark special, which oh, I, yeah. you know, like, it's like, it's, you're not going to get, 
I haven't. I don't think I've been to any strip clubs in LA. Just because I've heard that you don't. No, I've been to Cheetahs, which doesn't count. Mm. Uh, I think I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It was also yeah. the one night I went was Halloween, and everyone was wearing like full like costumes, mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm. I, I like a Tweety Bird head to toe. But unstripped. I've never had a good time at Cheetos, and I've went to multiple comedy tapings <laughs> there as well. <laughs> I've only been to Jumbos. That's the only. I live so dangerously close, and I've yet to been. You've it's never been? I see that line, and I go, I don't know. You yeah, go, go on the weekends. Yeah. It's not. You got to go like during the week. You got to go during the week or like earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yep. I'm we'll open. Do, we'll plan it. We'll do a Jumbos. Yes. A Jumbos trip. Yeah. That's but. what that's what that Patreon money goes to, baby. We just <laughs> goes to the dancers at Jumbos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into oh, Astro. Oh, shit. Yeah, All right. we gotta know. Yeah. We should. What do you know? What do we What do we know about this astrology thing? Are uh, you familiar? Uh, yeah. It- yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very. I'm pretty familiar. I I always. I'm the type that like wants to know more, but I never put the energy and to and then when i try i get really i don't get it <laughs> a lot of stuff i don't get i'm like <laughs> i'm never gonna understand this uh but i know the basics and like i definitely know certain things like and i believe it like i'm really into it as a con i like believe in it mm-hmm. and i want to know more and like i, I know basic things like i kind of understand my moon and my rising and what it all means and i know for sure like Capricorn men ruined my life. Like <laughs> I know shit like that. Ooh. But okay. you're not alone. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. many people turn in the volume up right I now. Oh, I there's I love a lot of Capricorn men I'm thinking of. But I see why you're cancer moon. But ruined so life can go many ways in like uh in that enthralled, like and then it's like, oh I'm I feel like a lot of people I know who ship up with the Capricorns are like it's like an all in because when they're in they're like yeah they're fucking in mm. so then when it's out it's like what just happened yeah then you're like out it's uh, or uh, like uh, they're uh. they're like bye forever um Goodbye forever. <laughs> yeah that happened to me oh. sucked me in then spit me out this main the main capricorn and then a few others and i'm like i'm just notice- noticing a pattern here mm-hmm. <laughs> and they all like have the same almost like within a few days of each other oh. really yeah can like, you give us like a what date range it doesn't have to be an exact birthday i think it, are they like are we talking like december january, january? No, january. Oh. okay yeah early jan caps yes okay yeah. are your is anyone in your home a capricorn my sister my little sister Okay. But she's chill. <laughs> I think it's the men. I think it's, I don't know about the women. Well, that's kind of a pattern with all astrological signs. Yeah. I've noticed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Generally, it's what? the men that are the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Not really what time they were born. <laughs> Weird. Seems to be a pattern 365 days of yeah. the year. <laughs> that is, I mean, yeah, that is true. That We haven't had anyone that's been like, oh man, you know, Aries women. <laughs> <laughs> All right, continuing though. All right, well, let's. I mean, do you have questions or anything right now? Something specific you want to know about? Although, let's talk. Let's. Sorry, I'm okay. like. I feel like I'm jumping because I know you, so yeah. I'm like, okay, what are we talking about? I'm also trying not to say anything because I know you. Uh, pr- 
well enough. Oh, <laughs> well, I threw stand up and other yeah. stuff. So yeah. I guess this leaves it all to <laughs> me. Stevie. Oh, I mean, you're tons of water. Like, let's just like yeah. tear that band aid right off here. Like yeah. at the sun, Pisces. The moon, Cancer, Merc, Venus, Pisces. And I'm interested in this Mars, Gemini, though. Like, I'm just, like, painting out this whole picture right here because I think there's so much, like, that's in flow. Like, obviously, you're very, you know, you're stellium, as the kids would say, that you're, like, an ultra water baby. But I feel like then this gem rears its head, like, in the Mars position, which I think, like, I'm wondering... I'm just wondering how like you handle confrontation basically or like how like when you get mad mm. like what is you getting mad look like or do you even get to a point of I mean I don't know Virgo rising I feel like you can get probably get mad but yeah you know I it's depends on who it's with like it really depends I can be like a huge bitch to a person that I'm mad at but then another person that I'm mad at I can be like the person who's like okay, I'm just going to, like, diffuse this quickly and keep the peace and not, like, try and be confrontational. Interesting. Is that yeah. just because you know, like, you feel like you know how they're going to react anyway? I so think it's so. kind of like a damage control. Like, oh, I can go off on this person because they can either, like, handle it or yes. whatever. And then it's like, well, this one person's going to be mad about this for, like, three weeks. So I'm, like, not even... I think I'm that's not what even it gonna is. touch. I think that totally fits with the Gemini because one, it's just duality. And so right. understanding, mm -hmm. being able to see all of it, deciding which is more thing. But I think because it's in your ninth house, you are going to have some some principles about it. You have a, a, a guiding thing that's like these types of offenses. I get to be a bitch too. these ones. Exactly. Not, like if it doesn't serve your like what like morality or whatever, your yeah. ethos, mm -hmm. then you're not going to do it. I also think it's funny because Gemini is like communication mm. and Mars is like what drives us uh, that I think it's interesting that a lot of times you write about something that makes you mad. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I had a similar thought um, because you have no fire in your chart. I think that these air, I also have no fire. Mm. So I think that these air placements are where you, um, get a little bit more of that starter energy and mm. a little bit more of this like like writing about it doing stand-up or just speaking out online in whatever yep. way um speaking back directly to that person in whatever way it doesn't necessarily have to be public even though gemini can be maybe it's sending a text message on a stage or yeah <laughs> calling, what did you call yeah. maybe it's calling someone who ghosted you yeah. in front of an audience <laughs> Ooh. yeah so you pop off online yeah, I'm more of my <laughs> more of my voice, quote unquote, and my anger is channeled through like platforms than like directly with people. Uh huh. Unless you're like a dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. And then I can like. I mean, I've seen that you you know some texts that you've shown from guys, and you're yeah. pretty direct. Yeah. You know, you're not like a beat around the busher, and then go writing on the you know. Right. Yeah. No. To in those situations, I'm usually very upfront with them. Uh, but it's more like with friends that I tend to take the less confrontational kind of not pushover because I I see in my head. Well, sometimes people do call me a people pleaser sometimes, which I never thought of myself as mm -hmm. Virgo rising. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I think because you're working to be in service to people, which is mm -hmm. comedy in itself, too. Right. 
Um, but people see that uh, people see that because you're a woman. People see that as people pleasing. If it was Virgo rising male, people probably wouldn't call him a people pleaser. Yeah. Right. It'd be like, oh, you're so kind. Or yeah, something. totally. I think it's also that same thing that you were talking about where it's like me- weighing out which is worth pursuing because mm-hmm. that Virgo is like, is this worth the energy? Is this the most uh, effective way to handle this? Like mm-hmm. if t- if it's just saying like, OK, whatever, whatever makes everybody happy, that might be the most effective way to do it. So mm-hmm. but I agree with what Lisa's saying, too, that it's, you know, Well, I think too these like I'm interested in this like Virgo risingness with this like six house roots too because i think having um your son uh mercury venus like six it's like you do and we're just like getting to know each other here and now <laughs> this is a, a live friendship creation so i'm like getting the sense that you seem to have like your shit together that's why it was even interesting when you came in and you're like i'm maybe i mean everyone's allowed to you know have offness or feel falling mm-hmm. apart but I'm guessing maybe people also give you things to do because you probably can take care of it and you, or at least appear like you can because you seem like you I think your, that's what it is you <laughs> seem like you have your shit together which is interesting because of Pisces because Pisces inherently are like fuck shit and fuck keeping it together because life is for living and life's for moving and life's for uh, mistakes and who who cares? Kiss me. Like, I don't know, like keep it flowing. But then you do have these, um, I think house placements that keep it on uh, a structure. So Mm -hmm. it's, I feel like there's probably like an interesting opposition. I mean, it is each other's polarities too. So it's like a very, I think doubly so. So the first house is ruled by, or her 12th house is ruled by Virgo. And her sixth house is ruled by, by Pisces. Pisces. Whoa. Yeah. So and then therefore, but like those two are opposites of how mm-hmm. it norm or yeah, exactly. It's like yeah. Therefore, everything is in the opposite yeah. place. Uh, yeah. I don't know if any of these things are connected, but I have always felt like I was two different people. Like Whoa. I still feel that way. I always feel like I'm two different people. What kind of like? What are there like types? Are they? It's like one person very this and one's this. One has developed more recently where I am like a lot more Virgo-y in that I am taking care of shit that I need to take care of and being like structured and regimented. But my whole life I've been a mess, like Mm -hmm. eventually getting shit done and always making sure I get shit done, but never doing it the right way. Like I hate rules, like even like cooking, like even like following a recipe, I can't do it. Like Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'll just figure it out myself. Like little things like that I can't handle like I'm like I don't want to deal I just I'll just figure out myself Mm -hmm. and only lately like these past few years have I been like trying to be more like my Virgo self than you know well the last few years you say Mm -hmm. oh what's going on there you're in your Saturn (laughs) Saturn return oh oh well, I was going to say mean? that I think before <laughs> well, we get into Saturn yeah. return big stuff, I think that um, when you're having those struggles, since you have all this Pisces in the sixth house, I think that for you, it's about refocusing on your day to day stuff, because I, I think possibly for you, the reason why in the last few years more stuff has been coming together is because you've been able to do those more detail oriented things mm-hmm. revolving your career and revolving uh, your dating life or whatever, but maybe it doesn't manifest in the way of like say cleaning your room or making yourself a nice breakfast. Mm-hmm. So I think you have to start with those little pieces. Um, and like, that means like getting your fucking eyes checked, getting your, you know what I mean? Oh my those God. You're so spot you, on. Like don't, 
because I'm the same way. I don't yeah. do those things either. Um, but doing those little things, I think, is going to help you feel at a threshold where then you can do the little things for the next thing. And mm-hmm. it like creates that stairway for you to like get all the way up to the top. That's like I'm so embarrassed to admit I went to the dentist this year for the first time in like I want like over a decade. Like it had been so long. Wow. Hell yeah. You're was it as bad as you thought it was going to be? No. Well, I thought he was going to tell me like I need a new face or something. <laughs> like I was really expecting the worst. And I, I had a few cavities. One tooth's almost dead, but. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, one's, one's good. Yeah. Yeah. I really thought it was going to be worse. Yeah. And you took care of it. And now that it's only the one debt now yeah. it's, you know it's gonna get it's only going yeah. up from here now i have a wonder too that might piggy back into like this cap thing that we'll get to but i'm wondering do you feel like like psychic like because i'm wondering with mm. you if you didn't go to the dentist until you're like maybe like now is actually the time because you went like mm-hmm. i'm this like i didn't go to the dentist for like eight years and i feel like i've like empathy intuitive stuff and i think like i knew when i was getting i could feel one for me and this might sound like mad fucked up but like <laughs> but you know what i mean like where you feel like no now it's time like mm-hmm. it's that like it's the saying or this phrase or whatever that i've always um identified with which is procrastinators are actually really good at time management because they know how to put it off to like such last minute that they're actually saving time which is like i think made up but i really like like yeah, that I'm on board with that as a <laughs> hardcore procrastinator. Yeah, yeah. I'm always amazed by how I and other people like me can like really figure shit out <laughs> last minute and yeah. get it done. Like mm-hmm. I've never missed a deadline, very rarely, and yet I don't. I'm not a very organized person, mm-hmm. so I guess that must have something to do with it. Yeah. Well, I think it's okay, regardless of if you're a procrastinator or not, or regardless of if you believe that they're better time managers or not. I think it's n- nice to be nice to yourself in that way, mm-hmm. whatever, whenever that means to you. Mm-hmm. If you're like, no, I'm good at time management because I'm organized, that's really nice. And if you're <laughs> like, no, I'm good at time management because i procrastinate that's also really nice yeah Mm -hmm. whatever way you can be kind to yourself yeah just Mm -hmm. taking it as it is if you don't like being organized fuck being organized you don't have to (laughs) that's that's school yeah right that school's over for sure that's so true i have pisces in my sixth house not any planets there but i know that um that is something for me that sometimes details seem super overwhelming and it's like i couldn't pause it's gonna be so much work it's gonna if i do that like but how do you even uh Mm -hmm. but then once you start just like doing one little thing where it is just like okay i'm gonna do the dishes yeah then you're like oh okay like i don't know why i was freaking out all of that much because that's like a very piscean thing which is the like um feeling overwhelmed by a thing but then when they're forced to tap into their like capacity for strength and mm-hmm. um like action then they are often surprised by how capable they are at like oh, getting yeah. things done so and i mean i think the the you being two people things uh like totally fits with all of the i mean all your pisces, major things gemini. yeah pisces gemini and cancer even i feel mm-hmm. like with it's all these things that are like two parts um i mean yeah <laughs> i think it's interesting because you have like all right, you have this stellium in Pisces in your sixth house, uh, but you also have your north node and your vertex there. Vertex is like um, faded connections. This can be friendship. This can be 
romantic. This can be just um, a person you encounter often. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes people, if it's like a, a friend or a lover, oftentimes there'll be someone who has like the same birthday. Mm. But not like whoa. I know, Sorry, not in I that I was like not a vertex one, but um all of this to say, I think that like it is embracing that you are two people. Yeah. And like letting that not needing to um confine yourself to one of those things is where the juice is for mm. you. Because it's what's it's it's what's important to you it's what makes you a good communicate it's like it's you and your north node is like kind of like the the theme of your life so to speak mm-hmm. um and like the things that you need to focus on in this lifetime to feel like you're most fulfilled hmm. um and the things that you're supposed to kind of leave behind are a little bit of those virgo things of needing to organize things in a specific way yeah this one is about you know not letting yourself not do the things that you want to do um but it is about being like oh i can do this and this i can right. be i can be a slut and a prude i can be yeah hard and soft i can be really you know feminine and vulnerable and also not you know whatever right. like um but like trusting that that's okay is i think important oh, and man. the pisces north node i also have and it's also about learning how to do things without the help of substances so Ooh. whether <laughs> that is um like for me i think it manifests at being in a party yeah and not being able to drink is it's hard for me because I cannot drink, but mm-hmm. I can't go to someone's party and not drink. It's right. very hard for me to socialize because if I'm uncomfortable, I want to go get a drink and get le- more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for other people, it manifests in other ways where like certain people can't access like spirituality unless they like drop acid or you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't think it necessarily means the same thing for every Pisces North Node. Not all of them are alcoholics by any means. Not all of them have <laughs> substance, substance abuse problem. issues. It's just like learning how to do those things without your crutch, whatever it yeah. may be. Well, yeah, that's alcohol right was here. a huge crutch for me for a really long time. Not so much lately, but for a very long time. Like any social situation and performing, I needed at least two drinks to do anything. Well, this one, I'm, so I'm reading from Jan Spiller's Astrology of the Soul, and this is a book which is all on North Nodes. So this is some of the things for you to work on to that will help you discover hidden gifts and talents. Mm. Um, being non-judgmental, Oof. Um, compassion, <laughs> <a> one. <laughs> surrendering anxiety to a higher power, Oof. which I think that fits with the the substance talk, where it's just like the you know not you can't take it into your own hands. It's something that you need outside of yourself to mm. uh, to help you feel grounded freeing the mind through meditation and self-reflection focusing on the spiritual pathway trusting in positive outcomes <laughs> acknowledging connection <laughs> with the universe and welcoming change oh my god it's so weird because those are exactly the things that i need to work on that i'm told constantly i need to work on and i just don't do it like mm-hmm. <laughs> like i think you might I think we've talked about this past, but I can't remember because my mom is super into the evil eye. And like, did we talk about this? Maybe. I can't remember. After trimming. (laughs) Yeah. Like (laughs) something like that, where my whole 
tied for a long time my connections to spirituality and stuff were tied with the evil eye and that was all negativity and anxiety inducing and because it's all as it is about like how you can't trust anyone because anyone who's jealous of you will like ruin your life and like curse you and I grew up with that being like my idea of spirituality and stuff Mm -hmm. and only recently like with therapy and stuff because my therapist keeps telling me to like meditate and all this shit where I'm like starting to view spirituality differently and really kind of looking at the positives more than like thinking think of it just in terms of like the evil eye and curses and having to protect myself from like forces well I'm super interested in the evil eye and I want to know if you um do you think of it from the other aspect ever when you're jealous of someone that I'm giving the evil eye to someone. Well, are you ever like, uh, because a huge part of the evil eye is that it can be unintentional. Yes. So, which uh, is even more terrifying. It's, <laughs> yes. It's very scary. <laughs> but, um, do you ever wonder if, when you have those feelings, if like, if, does yeah. it make, give you more anxiety? It gives me so much anxiety. Right. Like, yeah, I definitely feel you on that. Yeah. I also think that, um, that it, any, any kind of spiritual, unfortunately kind of has that same karma is the same thing true where it's like yeah if you, you, but it does take it to j- that jealousy level where it's like it's too much i think my mom was also like more extreme about it than a lot of other like for sure my mom was like everything like i'm fat because of the evil eye like okay. <laughs> i have pcos because of the evil <laughs> eye like if i like my apartment got robbed in college and she was like oh well it's because your roommate gave you the evil eye like shit like that That's everything so was because of the evil eye. wait what is your mom's sign she's a leo Okay, and then is she just like only into the evil eye, or she is she part of like a bigger? No, I mean she's Jewish. She's like super Jewish. I love this evil eye talk. (laughs) (laughs) She only believes in evil eye. Well, well, (laughs) you know, some people are like heavy, just like general karma, but they don't believe in anything. But like, I didn't know if it was just like this one. like, cause my dad was like super superstitious. Mm-hmm. Like, we couldn't like drive behind a car that had six 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 on the license plate. Like, just like mm. those little things that are just basically little gifts of anxiety every right. day. Oh it's my like, God, oh yeah. cool, thanks for the reminder that like yeah. we're doomed. And it's like, <laughs> and it manifests, you know, obviously in sometimes in bigger ways when you get older. So I was just wondering if she had like was like religiously spiritually, or if it was just like this idea of like. Well, it's, it's blaming something for your, yeah. your shit. And right? I think it's because she was I, raised that way. I opened a tampon recently and there was a hair inside the wrapper. <gasps> and I for sure was like, that's fucking evil eye. <laughs> <laughs> no other reason that that shit happens. That's so funny. Well, I think that fits Ew. with uh, going back to you being in your Saturn return. Um, your Saturn, Neptune, and Uranus are all in Capricorn um, in your fourth house, which is your home. Mm. Um, but I think that those um, Uranus and Neptune being in Capricorn make us uh, like resistant to change, um, mm. fearful of kind of like out there ideas or being taken advantage of because of things like that. Yeah. Um, but I think having it in your fourth house would speak to like your mom being very, having someone in your home that's like, this is why, this is the answer. There's a, a an actual thing that you should be afraid of, not like mm-hmm. conceptual, like, oh, let's, um, non-judgment is a better way because you don't know if someone's judging you as opposed to like, saying like there's an answer for everything right Mm -hmm. but i think that 
why it's your Saturn now. And it's good to hear you say that you're, you know, talking about it in therapy and stuff, Mm -hmm. because I think that that's not your natural state. Mm. Like, uh, or, and it's like been conditioned into you, but I'll, based on all of this water, all of this Pisces and the cancer moon too, that it's just like your, your natural space is kind of being open and, and holding space for all of those things and being intuitive and letting things yeah like letting the higher power take over mm-hmm. but you've have you we have all these messages too from i mean everywhere that are just like no that's like not you should need to fix it you need to figure it out you need to define this sure, all of those yeah. things well right. and also i mean a lot of your signs can get like on the flip get lost in thought and when you are like lost in thought um sometimes you can get caught in the webs that are like not as cute as like Mm -hmm. you know as being like carefree and fun i think too like if you've been you know for the latter or most part of your life um neglecting things which we all i feel like you know there's a reasons whether you believe in sad and return shit or just like you're almost 30 is like you know the like Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. oh yeah that's what saturn return is when saturn comes back to the the sign it was when you were born Mm -hmm. but what it speaks to is like I mean, kind of like your not quarter life crisis because not that, but like, um, yeah, it's just like the time when you start evaluating. If your life doesn't look like what you want it to look like, these are this is the time that is yours to fix those things. Yeah. So like Steve was saying, if it's like, oh, you're just getting close to thirty, now you're like, oh, okay, like time to really do this because I don't have, or it's like uh, things right. are getting more serious, or I like I want to take a more active role. Oh in yeah. There. And For I think sure. like you know those people who can be like oh well like 30s when it's like well 30s don't have to be when if like when you're 27 28 like you can check the the track you're going on because you shouldn't be the same person that you were when you're 21 Mm -hmm. it's fucking that's oh yeah i would hate i would hate to be i would (laughs) like such an idiot (laughs) oh like imagine if like a genie came and was like you got to like watch yourself for like one weekend night like live in the flesh i would just die i would be like no Mm -hmm. sweeney Mm -hmm. (laughs) buy nicer vodka yeah (laughs) but i guess i didn't get hangovers then either so yeah you're 21 it's a different path check out the stevie's mom episode to see where she learned that one (laughs) oh my god Um, she's a freak um i I'm really interested in this Pluto Scorpio retrograde placement in your second house because it's your only fixed placement. But we already talked about you. You kind of you. We said with your North Node that you you don't really like change, and it's interesting to me because all all of your chart is cool with starting stuff and changing stuff and doing stuff. But you have this one little like sore spot, which is your only retrograde planet, and it's like all alone by itself and (laughs) it's all about fucking change and burning it down and destruction and rebuilding. And like, it's, it can be really like negative. I think we think of destruction and violence in the same, I guess like neighborhood. Um, I think it's interesting because I think that a lot of what you do and a lot of your work is about like breaking down these power systems and destruction of these kind of, bigger things so i think that reframing change for you is is going to be important in Mm -hmm. your life finding out a way to make change something you like because it's it's kind of seems like it comes naturally to you yeah huh yeah i mean to me that speaks i i agree with what lisa's saying and that that to me is the part of you that is uh 
a force for change because you do not accept the power structure as is. Yeah. And that can be frustrating because it is the power structure that exists. Um, but it's your frustrations that will actually what that lead you to be the force for change. So I think it's like about being less like a victim of the system mm. because you disagree with it and more like, oh, no, I just I just am deciding to not participate in the system anymore or like I'm actively creating the new system, which can be isolating or make you feel like you aren't on the right track or that your your ideas aren't correct but it's more like um leaving it I think that's where that like higher spirituality path of it goes mm. to because it's like oh this is for a big this is bigger than this and that idea too of like oh structures like patriarchy whatever <laughs> this is a fucking simulation bro <laughs> who cares like that you read my mind like, <laughs> you know you le leaning into that trusting the process yeah that's one that I wrote down and that's something that's for that Pisces North Node too where it's just like you know even even if everybody doesn't catch up to you you don't want everybody you want the people that wow. get you and make you feel supported and stuff like that. So it's not about changing people that can't be changed. It's about changing it for people who do want change. Damn. You have all these gifts for that. I mean, especially of all this mutable stuff. And I always think of the mutable as like they're ushers. I know that's like a shitty fucking way to say that. Cause <laughs> no one, ushers? No one wants to be like a ticket taker. I mean, that's, oh. not, what, that's not what I mean. Oh, that usher. But like, <laughs> they're like they're getting you to your seat there. Uh -huh. That's their function is like, they're able to be like, Hey, you're here and I'm going to, this is where you go and your server's coming soon or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, um, the trick is when you're an usher to don't get stuck. Being, you you want to move up. You don't want to be an usher forever. Yeah. And you have all this mutable power, but you also have all this cardinal stuff. So it's like you, you're good at starting stuff too. So it's like usher one person from one place to the next, but don't forget to start stuff for yourself. Also, that your only fixed planet is this Pluto. So it's like you got to work on the, the hard part for you is just maintaining it. All the boring shit. Like, mm. ugh, like it's fine. I can get to the gym and get on the bike. But once it's, I hit minute 12, I'm fucking bored. Yeah. And minute 12 is where the work happens, you yeah, know, because yeah, yeah. you have to mind over matter it. That's yeah. That's extremely. Colin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. So I saw you're born on the East Coast. Uh -huh. So I just want like, how did you get to the West? Is my like, in if you have a like, a mini bio of like, like what brought, like what took you here? Or, like what's 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 your? St I want to know your story. <laughs> I want to know your story. I want um, the hard facts. Honestly, I I don't know a hundred percent. Like, I think a big part of it was my mom not being able to handle New York weather mm -hmm. and oh, is your mom here she's here yeah. Oh. yeah yeah both my family everyone's here now gotcha well my family's just my mom and my dad but uh -huh. they're here now my dad also was working in the film industry at the time so it made more sense to be in los angeles and then my mom was like i want better weather so i think just after like me being in new york for a few years my parents were like it just makes sense oh, so you're in so la yeah you're in LA. i grew up in, she grew up in the valley she was I grew up born in, the valley. in new york got you yeah i, I was just born there i was like i've usually like east coasters will like bring it up at least like 12 times so that's why i was like wait are you from, are you from <laughs> new york because you've never said it this whole time so but did, did we write down the wrong place no <laughs> connection to new york i don't consider myself a new yorker nothing i have no i don't even want to live in new york <laughs> you should move there because i feel like you have a right 
like they're <laughs> more than here like right you can't kind of where you're like ah, i was born here man <laughs> i could yell at people on the street too yeah. well i get a new york look from you which is maybe just like your cool glasses and uh. like the fact that your hair looks like done i'm like oh like you know like i feel like new yorkers do like a good um accessories moment or like mm. there's always just like something that's like a touch like more done than your average show but yeah. this could be your virgo rising showing also so like it's funny but i do get a lot that people people assume i'm from the east coast a lot even though i grew up here that is something i get a lot like oh i thought you were from came from new york or whatever yeah, i think that's virgo rising yeah, maybe much. well yeah it's like i think they know how to like dress for the occasion and for the weather and have like the good co- the good code that's still like not ugly you know like that's like for fashion and function at the same time yeah. <laughs> well and i think it's also like in an attitude thing too where it's like kind of like cut to the chase or like mm. let's go like i we don't need to do this we don't need to yeah. do this you know fa- like put on pleasantries or whatever i don't want to do small talk bullshit. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. talk about like what's the thing or for like sure. let's go I don't want to hang out at this place that I don't really want to go. Like, it's bullshit. I don't want to pay 12 bucks for a smoothie. Like, (laughs) you know, yeah. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Well, I think it's also cool that, well, do you have any questions? Um, man, there was so much there. (laughs) (laughs) I'll probably text you in two days and be like, wait, what did you say about, uh, no, no, no. Right. I always no. listen back if it's a what did you say question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So no, what did you that. mean? Definitely yes. text us. Yes. <laughs> so you mentioned cap, cap lovers. Yeah. What's your relationship status right now? Well, I actually have a boyfriend right now. Oh. Yes. For the first time, like, ever. Really. Oh, really? What's his sign? He's also a Pisces. That makes oh. sense. How long know. have you been shipped? Like this three fr- months. Okay. It's so, pretty new. So we're fresh, but we're officiated. We're like. Oh, it's a fish. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cute. It's two it's- fishes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be kind of a cute, like, if I was like an Etsy, like an Etsy t-shirt maker for like Pisces couples yeah. only. <laughs> that to me, I'm like, that was in. If, it's if you guys get a tiny market. If you guys get it's married. It's such a tiny market. It's just the two of them. Yeah. <laughs> Pisces are always like, which way, which way, which way, which way. <laughs> That you can use that as like your couple hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> it's O two fishes. It's, it's O fish two fish. <laughs> okay, you, you know those big, you know the big groups of women on Facebook that like are always like, "Help name my dog," or like you know, yeah. like you know they're always like calling for action. Yes. But anytime someone asks for a wedding hashtag, I always I always chime in. Oh, I yeah. have, have to. to. <laughs> I have to. These women, my puns. Psh, Watch out. <laughs> it's, it's fun. That's like when it's a situation where you're like, oh, my God. Like, you just come up with, like, the most obvious thing. But, like, because you're a comedian, like, good with words, oh, people are like. Mine's going to be, like, a fucking real nightmare one just to piss people off. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, super You long. want a wedding hashtag? Here you go. Yes. Here, spell Chanu. Good luck. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, I got one. Hashtag I do Chanu. Whoa. No. Uh, <laughs> absolutely not. We're not having Chanu anywhere in it. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, no, yeah, I think that makes sense. Your Venus is there. North, your sun, Vertex is there. That's a faded. I mean, you're there. You're like that's like the Pisces. What is the Pisces vibe like compared to your Caps? If we can compare, he, that's the thing. Is it blows my mind because he is nothing like me, huh? Even though we're like the same sign. Well, you're the same sun sign. You don't know if you're the right. same and I moon don't... or Venus or Mars. That's the... Yeah. You know. I don't know his, like, 
I got to figure that out. <laughs> he might be more like you than you think. He, he's probably into art and he's creative yeah. and cool and interesting and he likes doing different stuff. And, True. you know, he, there's I'm sure I'm yeah. sure he's. Well, and that's the thing we were talking about, about kind of like uh, maybe that that assessment comes from thinking about each other in like a binary way where it's like, Oh, I'm, I'm a disorganized person, mm. but he's a Pisces, but he's organized where it's like, ah, eh, yeah. Like what Lisa was saying where it's like, no, you're probably both of those people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a very shy person and I don't think I am. So it's more things like that where it's like personality wise, we're very different and, I have intense anxiety and he doesn't and stuff like that where we compliment each other, but it's just it, like when I found out we had shy with no anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> That's this is blowing insane. my mind. He's That's so cool. chill. That's really He's cool. He's so chill. He's like Xanax for me. Like I feel, I have a theory though. I think the shy boys a lot of times don't have anxiety because they have, they are just like, Oh, I just prefer being away from all you dumb people yeah. it's like it's like it's like a beyond because mm. i feel like a lot of social people i know are the most anxiety yeah. of them all because it's like a compulsion to know like being normal is going out and talking yeah. and <laughs> it's like getting, getting other people's approval getting other people to like you getting right. yeah. you know, having, yeah. seeing what other people using that as like uh, info, uh information gathering or whatever right. and Where i'm the, like obsessed with attention i need attention i love having attention and well, he doesn't give a shit <laughs> I mean that works fits. for that works yeah. for you though. Yeah. I do think that you I mean I think you're on the right path career-wise <laughs> oh, based on your so. chart. Oh yeah, we didn't even touch. Uh well I mean yeah, it's <laughs> like you're you you're in Gemini, so that's communication, that's talking, that's writing, mm. it's words. It's also like clever and wit and intelligence and, you know, uh speaking truth mm. that sort of thing you know expressing your feelings but also your chiron is closest to your midheaven and chiron is like the the wound you have that uh will help you by acknowledging it it will help you heal other people mm. um and it's in cancer um which i think is about you know, be, f being lovable, feeling lovable, mm -hmm. um, feel nurturing yourself, um, but also being vulnerable and and allowing people to care for you and see the real you and all that too. And I think that that totally fits as being a performer or a writer, uh, like a, yeah. a a figure, a public figure, um, where it's like, yeah, you are gonna have to share things that hurt your feelings or that aren't uh super pretty or whatever it is yeah. you know what i mean that aren't aren't um always not you know messy or painful and i think uh don't be so don't be so hard on yourself career stuff wise mm -hmm, too because mm -hmm. that's where your moon is and <laughs> you know uh that's like the i think too that having the um her swatch just went off. <laughs> <laughs> like when you feel blocked when you're writing or anything like that, I think you can definitely start in an emotional place because it's close by there. And I think that'll help you get started or finished or whatever, wherever you feel stuck. Mm -hmm. I think identifying those emotions is important. I'm a Cancer Moon too. It's a very strong placement. It's where the moon feels most at home. So it can be lucky in that way where you are able to know what emotions you're feeling and why and stuff. 
Um, but you also feel them very deeply. So that yeah. sucks too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that'll help you with whatever. And it doesn't have to be just career stuff. Cause I think that's good advice regardless. But I think for sure, if you're writing and you feel like, oh, I don't know where to go, I guess make it personal, make it emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, well, and those things also your, your emotional side helps all of these other parts of you. It's in, it's in a good aspect to your sun, your Mercury, your Venus, your North node, all that. So like, tapping into that is good i think it's more like the um which i guess is like the the thesis of your chart too is like um being able to know that you're gonna have your emotions are going to swing your emotions are on a pen yep. on a pendulum so even if you kind of still feel sad if you're feeling frustrated about your career it doesn't mean in those moments, acknowledge it. Don't pretend like you're not, but also trust that this is a moment that will also pass just like feeling good about it. So it's giving it up to that higher, your higher goal, your higher pursuit. So you don't let those, that pendulum swing keep you from getting off track of what you actually want to do. Like taking time to, you know, don't not forcing yourself to do something or like pushing through repressing stuff, but it's just like, all right, today I feel like I'm not successful. And yeah. that doesn't mean that I'm going to go into that spiral of being like, I'm not successful. Right. It's like the, I don't feel that way. And so what can I do to help me like make it through this day knowing mm-hmm. that I might not feel like this tomorrow too. Yeah. You know? Man, yeah. And just another note, because I, I share this placement too. And I feel like I just was talking about this for another thing. But with the Jupiter Gemini too um because jupiter is all about like getting the it's like the lucky shit it's like what you when your vibes are good and everything's going grand and everything's in full swing and that's like when you're getting back all those rewards and sometimes Mm -hmm. it's rewards from luck or not even like trying that hard and since gemini is there and that's your midheaven it's it's communication it's writing it's it's outreaching it's that's like people want to help you succeed like people want to actually like help you the fuck out and it's just like asking and maybe like more of a direct way than like a like a it'd be cool if that happened but actually yeah. being like no like i need you to like pick up the fucking shit for the show and i and actually hey you told me that you had that editor's info can you send that to me by this because i have this Man, goal for a my, I, my reader that i just had was like you gotta start now he's yeah. like everything you say you gotta end it with now Ooh. Be like, I want you to Damn. pick up that stuff for the show right now. Ooh. I want you to like and I was like, this is my shit now. Yeah. This is my <laughs> now. shit now. Right here. Now. This is hitting. This is hitting some. Well, be- because when you don't give people like how more likely are you well, to do it when you say he's now like at everything the end. else yeah. that's up there too? Yeah, because anything if you believe in anything that's helping you, that's not a person or you know any spirit or anything. That if they hear you say I want a boyfriend, mm. they're like, okay, five lifetimes from now, uh, yeah. like, <laughs> asshole. Like, say it. I want a boyfriend right now or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. I I want a TV credit today. <laughs> like, that's it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yesterday. And <laughs> <laughs> that's trip. interesting about like really marking it with the time because I never thought of it of like the above works in like oh in your next life. Mm. or now yeah and so everything else too works that way if you think about it like you know if i if if i i texted someone and i said hey i need i need this thing and he said he didn't answer and i said hey it's kind of an emergency 
and I and he re- responded right away, mm-hmm. and it's like I could have just said, "Hey, I need this now." Yeah, mm-hmm. I, anyone would respond that way. Or if I said, oh, "I, you know, hey, could you email me a thing?" and it's like, a re- it was a recommendation for something, and it's like, even if it was like a restaurant or something, hey, what was that restaurant you mentioned yesterday? Versus, hey, what was that restaurant you mentioned yesterday? I'm on my way to it. Mm. D- two different texts, just adding the urgency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Immediacy, maybe not urgency. I don't know, but yeah. Oh man. That's well, it also good. probably helps you prioritize other shit too, because you know what you need now, and you know what you need, like which can, which is goals. Like there's things that you can like help. Pro- that's where I've had like the best of luck with Saturn return. Also, of just like realizing like my to do list w- never got to done ever. Like, but then I realized like, oh, like using different colors to be like urgent versus like end of the week's chill is mm. like just such a like a helpful thing but i never thought about it like in communicating what i need from others well, I, too. Think, I think that speaks saying something like right now or i need it because i'm on my way also in a way i feel like gives um credence to your needs in a way that just like oh whenever you have time because it's like saying that it's more like they that other person is more important what they're doing is more important than what you need Mm -hmm. and obviously you're not going to be like an asshole about it and be if they're like sorry I was at work I hope it you know obviously you're going to be understanding that someone isn't you know beholden in that way but I think it also is it's taking ownership of what you need and not being as timid about it yeah being yeah very specific i've always been terrified of asking for help mm-hmm. it's something i feel so uncomfortable doing or like asking for favors and stuff something i've been trying to like work on but yeah i've always been that kind of person it's like i'll just figure it out i'll figure it out myself i'll make it happen yeah but i think people people want to help you and you and they are yeah. available to you especially if you you know are you're gonna be you're guided by the right intentions mm. and things like that but i think um people also like helping people it's the pencil test Mm. it's like the real thing it's the real life application of it's the stupidest thing in the world but there is a real study that if you think someone doesn't like you ask them to borrow a pencil and then suddenly they start liking you and it's just because helping someone makes you feel good huh so they associate you with feeling good suddenly you know what's kind of fucked up I'm not like stoked to help people. <laughs> so well, maybe that's part of why I never asked for help. Absolutely. Oh no, that's, that's I think that's totally That's absolutely true. Cuz you're like, well, I'm not going to give it, so I'm not going to ask. I don't like feeling obligated. Right. Sure. But it's surprised you'll be surprised how many people there's some people who are just helpers. Like there yeah. are some people who want to just like they're connectors. They're, uh, they're I, I'm like that in a lot of ways. Like if I know a friend might like another friend or like they work in the same neighborhood. Oh, you guys should, like I love I'm a, I love connecting people mm-hmm. and I don't expect I hate when I almost get shit back. I should accept it. But I think I think there's that knowing that there's some people who want to. It's like the love language. Like some people mm-hmm. want to give the gifts and some people want to get them and some people want both. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's also just knowing that um opening yourself up does not equate obligation though the yeah. pencil thing Ooh. also doesn't work for like rides to the airport <laughs> yeah. it's that, it has to be something easy i also yeah. always think when you say the pencil test you mean the um if your boobs under your boobs if your boobs can hold it I, i've never meant I've, that since i read that thing <laughs> it's like that's awful terrible uh no but i think 
No, I yeah. mean, I don't want to sound like a monster. Like, I no, like helping people. No, of course. But, but of I, course. I understand yeah. that feeling, too, because you all. But I think that that it, it, kind of reframing the change thing, too, where it's like, I think it's reframing of like, oh, I genuinely care about people and I don't want to give myself to someone that isn't worthy of this because I know how much mm. I give of myself. I think also yeah. you need to understand that not every ask or favor is equitable because it's different for say um it's hard for me to use anything other than the entertainment industry right, right now because I'm, yeah. s- I'm just in such a weird headspace but um I- if you ask my boyfriend to do your laundry that would be kind of weird right but <laughs> if you but if you ask your boyfriend to do your laundry it's not that weird yeah and and like i think i think sometimes we think of what we're asking as how it would be received to us mm-hmm. instead of what it is like to the yeah. person where you're like oh i don't want to ask this person for help because if someone asks me for four hundred dollars i don't have four hundred dollars so spot on but the other person has four hundred dollars or you wouldn't be asking right yeah no that's yeah that's right on the it's money okay to ask. <laughs> <Hell> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um do we have I have a game. a game. Do Ooh. you want to play a game? I would, I would love to play uh, a game. I have this with your son and rising. Your Pisces son, Virgo rising. A little game we like to call Mary Fuck Kill. Oh. Have, pl- have you ever played? Uh, yeah. Okay. Just check it in. Just check it in. <laughs> um, we'll have two rounds. Uh, six amazing, amazing people. Um, first up, Bruce Willis, mm. Steve Jobs, and Billy Corgan. A lot of mm. bald men. <laughs> <laughs> Three bald men. That's interesting. Okay. I know some shit about Billy Corgan. He's like super Republican, right? Is he? I know he owns he's, a tea house. He's very conservative. I he's, met a a di- guy, he's a dick. I met a guy who used to live in his house in an Uber once. <laughs> and he told me some shit. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna kill Billy Corgan. That's good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck Bruce Willis, <laughs> and I'm gonna marry Steve Jobs. Hey, get that estate, baby. I want that money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's already you know. And I love turtlenecks. So <laughs> <laughs> also, I mean Bruce Willis, like. Mm. Man, there's no chance I'm not marrying Bruce Willis. Yeah, that's where I'm I like, I don't know how I could. <laughs> that's where I'm torn because uh, I'm like, I would probably end up killing Steve Jobs too. <laughs> I don't, I don't know all this shit about Billy. Well, Corgan, he's already dead. Yeah. I just fucking. I would fuck like a '93 Bill. When did he have hair? He I'm remember so when he still had about oh, yeah. my fucking phone and shit not working right now. And <laughs> I'm like, Steve Jobs deserves to die. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. He is already dead and. But that's why the marriage is almost a good idea. Yeah. Because then it's like some like I don't have to deal with him. Some Anna Nicole shit. Yeah. He's there, but he's not there. And you know he he was never there in a marriage Ah, to begin with. I would love to walk into my Apple house and nothing fucking works. (laughs) That sounds fucking dope. Well, that's where I'd be like, no, I'd be like, move out. You'd be smart about it. You know, I feel like the 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 situations that he was in, it was like they didn't know. Now we know. I feel like we have the intel on Steve Mm -hmm. Jobs where it'd be like. Yeah, you'd know what you were getting, not be like be like, oh, I could soften this ice, this robot of a man. Did you, you ever know? see the Aston Kutcher no. biopic? No, it's so ba- it's so bad. Good. Uh, okay, just a just a required viewing for all you Astro heads Check out there. It. All right. Um, <laughs> next round is Penn 
from Penn, Penn and Teller. Teller. Pendulette. Pendulette. Hell yeah, potato diet. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> also pretty sure, advocate. pretty sure he's super conservative as well, but we'll... Yeah. I Sharon mean, like, Stone. Oh, hell yeah. And do we know who Sean Astin is? Yeah. Yes. Okay, just... No. It's fine. I never know. It's fine. This <laughs> is part of the game. Lord of the Rings. He's in a ton of... Just yeah. it's 80s. Fine. This He's part of Rudy. This is a part of the game. I've never seen anything. Don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you getting these from? You, the, just, these just, you can the, find out you're like Astro Twins. The dark web. Oh. You can do a comp. You can combo it up. You actually have the same Sun, Moon, Rising... But we used it. We had used it on a previous round. So, I, but you do have the same exact sun, moon, rising as Kurt Cobain. Damn. Just so you know. Huh. Be careful out there. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. It's tough, out here, it's tough out here with these feelings. I've, I've identified identified more with Courtney, but uh, <laughs> shit. Wait. Who Sean is fuck Billy Corgan? Sean Astin. Sean Astin. Uh, Pendulette. Pen- oh, <laughs> Come on. And Sharon Stone. Okay. Well. I'm gonna. Mm, I'm going to kill Pendulette. He's not the magician anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're afraid he's gonna come back. It's all Teller. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to kill him and then find him in my house two days later. Um, kill Pen. Uh, I'm gonna. Fuck Sean Astin and Mary Sharon Stone. Hell yeah. I'm going to kill Penn. I'm going to fuck Sharon Stone. Mm. And then I'm going to marry Sean Astin. Because. Uh, yeah. That's good too. Sharon Stone's hot as shit. But. She seems like a handful. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I don't want to be married to that. And Sean Astin seems like he's, he seems you nice enough. He works. He, he's still working and stuff too. So answer. like, you know. Yeah. I'm killing Sean Astin. Damn. Yeah. Me too, because I don't know who he is. <laughs> so I don't want to get involved. <laughs> he looks like my evil ex. So like, okay. I, mm-hmm. like, and he'd get it when we'd be out. Like, are you Sean Astin? And I was like, who is this dud? Who is the least in- interesting person in Encino Man? Uh. It's you. <laughs> um, I guess I'll have to. I mean, I'm not marrying Penn, so I have to fuck him. I just... I, unfortunately, I do think he would be like a passionate, present lover. <laughs> it would be like it's like one of those ones where it's like maybe too much. So like, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think Teller would be fun if he started like pulling ribbons <laughs> out of your pussy? <laughs> uh, hell yeah, dude! I'll do it for the. I'll just do it for the gags, and then I mean Sharon. Sharon, I'll wife you. Sharon's my wife for life. I don't know. Um, where can people buy tickets to Thick Strip? You'll have to come to the event and wait in line All at right. the door. Whoa. All right. Yeah. Tickets at the door, 8 mm-hmm. p.m. What is it? Where is it called? What's the venue? DAF Creative Studios in right. Echo Park. This is Friday, uh, December 14th. Friday, December 14th. 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Um, yeah. DAF Creative. Could follow us on Instagram. Hell yeah. What at time is it at? 8 p.m. Oh, shit. I thought, I thought I- <laughs> Somebody that was a test. I'll be like, awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. That Thanks. was like so good. 
Oh, hell yeah. Don't sound so surprised. <laughs> I didn't know how much I needed it. Uh, good. Well, we're always happy to hear that. Um, go, if you are in LA, come out and see Allison at Thick Strip yeah. um, and support a good cause. And also, just if you can't make that out, um, check her out online and come to her live shows and shit. Too. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, thank you so much. We'll thank see you. you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your sign?